Thank you for joining us for this Prima podcast. My name is Taekwon Gilbert. I'm the education coordinator at Prima and the moderator for today's podcast. October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. National Cybersecurity Awareness Month was designed to increase awareness regarding the significance of cybersecurity, as well as provide the necessary resources to ensure people are safe and secure online. To commemorate the 19th anniversary of National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, Prima created a National Cybersecurity Awareness Month podcast series. Each week during the month of October, Prima will feature podcasts that share important information about cybersecurity. On this podcast, Thomas Bullock, Director of Education and Training for Virginia Risk Sharing Association, will speak on what cybersecurity is and how to successfully implement a cybersecurity plan within your entity. Thank you for joining us today, Thomas. Thank you for having me, Taekwon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. No problem. So, for starters, what is cybersecurity? So, the global cyber threat continues to evolve at a rapid pace with rising number of data breaches each year. And everything relies on computers and the Internet now. Communications via email, smartphones and tablets, entertainment such as your video games, social media, apps, and etc., transportation, your GPS, also, your vehicles are connected to the Internet as well, shopping and credit cards, and then medicine. You think about medical equipment, medical records, and the list goes on. Cybersecurity is the practice of protecting critical systems and sensitive information from digital attacks. Back in the old days, protecting organizations from cyber incidents was primarily seen as a protecting data. But organizations were worried about personal information being leaked, customer lists being stolen, and credit cards being used fraudulently. But these are still issues, but cybersecurity is about more than just protecting data. As we have to digitize our processes and our operations, connected our complexes to control systems that enable remote management of large equipment, and linked our supply chains with automatic ordering and fulfillment processes, cybersecurity has taken on a much larger position in our threat landscape. And poor oversight can mean more than paying fines because data was not protected appropriately. It could also mean the loss of critical systems. So is cybersecurity just a technical problem? No. Many cybersecurity problems occur because of human error. There was a study done by Stanford University that revealed that 88% of data breach incidents were caused by employee mistakes. So aligning employees, not just cybersecurity team, around practices and processes to keep the organization safe is not a technical problem, it's an organizational one. So cybersecurity requires awareness and action from all employees of the organization to recognize anomalies, alert leaders, and ultimately to mitigate risk. What is defense in depth? So that's a very good question. Defense in depth is an approach to cybersecurity in which a series of defensive mechanisms are layered in in order to protect valuable data and information. So if one mechanism fails, another one steps in immediately and circumvent an attack. This multi-layered approach with intentional redundancies increases the security of a system as a whole and addresses many different attack vectors. So defense in depth is commonly referred to as a castle approach because it mirrors the layered defenses of the medieval castle. Before you can penetrate a castle, you are faced with the moat, ramparts, a drawbridge, a towers, battlements, and so on. So no organization can ever be fully protected by a single layer of, of security. 
Where one door may be closed, others will be left wide open, and hackers will find those vulnerabilities very quickly. However, when you use a series of different defenses together, such as firewalls, malware, scanners, intrusion detection systems, data encryption, and integrity auditing solutions, you effectively close the gaps that are created by relying on a singular security solution. So defense in depth is somewhat similar to physical security. The concept of defense in depth is no different than a physical security such as that used for a building or to start work in an office environment. Building security has many layers, some of which may be considered redundant. So think about this. An employee uses a key card to enter the building. Once they get inside the building, there's a security guard there watching the lobby. And then there are also cameras throughout the building in the lobby as well on each floor and in the elevator. And then once the employee arrives on their floor, they must use the key card to open the door to the office floor. And then lastly, once at the desk, the employee turns on the computer and enters the password and a temporary four-digit code, which is two-factor authentication, to log in to the company network. So you would think that a lot of this is redundant, but it's this layered approach, which is very important for defenses against cybersecurity attacks. Some, some common cybersecurity issues are organizations may have to deal with when they are implementing a strategy. Anti-malware software has not been updated or is not installed on all devices. Employees have not been trained and are failing, excuse me, falling victim to phishing schemes. Software patches are not being updated or they are being ignored. Security policies are not being enforced or even known by employees. Missing or poorly implemented encryption. Remote employees are connected to unsecured networks such as public internet. Physical security flaws such as leaving server rooms unsecure or leaving laptops and desktop not password protected. And then your business partners, such as your cloud service providers, are not fully secure. And then not using multi-factor authentication or MFA. Those are issues that, that you can see, and those are what we are proposing that, that people try to work on in terms of ensuring that they are not a victim of a cyber attack. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. What is an incident response plan, and why is it important? So a cybersecurity incident response plan is a document that gives IT and cybersecurity professionals instructions on how to respond to a serious security incident, such as a data breach, data leak, a ransomware attack, or loss of sensitive information. Your team or your incident response team can be comprised of your IT people, HR, your legal team, your insurance provider, and anyone else in the organization that you deem necessary. So according to the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, there are four phases to most effective incident response plans. The first one is preparation. The second one is detection and analysis. Third, containment, eradication, and recovery. And lastly, post-incident activity. Ransomware attacks have garnered attention as organizations of all industries have been hit. Well, whether you're a small company or one as large as Colonial Pipeline or T-Mobile, again, as I said before, it's not a matter if you will experience a cybersecurity incident, but when. And no organization storing or processing sensitive data is too small or too secure to be hit by a breach. 
So not having a detailed incident response plan in place will hurt you in a couple of different ways when you're hit with a breach. First, your security team and management team will be scrambling to understand and respond to this event. And without a plan in place, they'll be prone to making expensive mistakes. Depending on the type of information exposed and the size of the breach, you might be legally required to take certain steps and notify not only those affected, but also government agencies or other organizations. Not having an incident response plan in place will create a lot of opportunities for you to miss steps and expose yourself to additional fines or legal action. Second, if your organization experiences a significant breach, you might have to go through an external investigation or audit. Who do I notify if I have a breach? Well, it depends upon what state you're in. So in Virginia, state agencies and local governments will now have to report all cyber incidents within 24 hours to the Virginia Fusion Intelligence Center, and that's a new law that went into effect here in Virginia in July 1, and that was a way to help funnel all cyber incidents into one location. So any incident that threatens the security of the state's data or communications, exposes data protected by federal or state laws, or compromises the security of public entities or agencies, IT systems must be reported within 24-hour time frame. So again, that's the Virginia statute, and so each state has a different reporting requirement. So I encourage listeners to check that out with their state agencies to make sure that they're in compliance with that. In Virginia, the reports are routed through the Virginia Fusion Intelligence Center, which was created as a partnership between the Virginia State Police and the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. And this is aimed at improving the state's preparedness against terrorist attacks and other criminal activity. Virginia alone, the state of Virginia alone, faced over 66 million cyber attack attempts on its systems back in 2021. And that equates to about a rate of 2.12 attacks every second. You will also need to check with your insurance provider to determine what your cyber policy requires in terms of reporting these incidents. We require just to be notified as soon as practical of the incident, but again, it's up to your organization and what your, what your insurance provider says, what your state requires, but you definitely do not want to sit and wait on these incidents because time is very important when these do occur. So I do want to thank you all for listening. I hope that you found this informative, and just remember, we must be perfect all the time, and hackers have to just be right once. Thank you for tuning in to Prima's National Cybersecurity Awareness Month podcast series. Should you have any questions regarding this podcast or any podcast in the series, please email education at primacentral.org. To learn more about Prima's educational resources, please visit primacentral.org. Thanks again.